This is Hashem. We're going to learn now about being being yourself while waiting. Being yourself while waiting. This is something all Amishel needs to learn. We're all waiting, we're waiting in the deepest way. If it's for a soulmate, if it's for the Gula Shleima, it's for it's for, it's for a Rafua Shleima. So many people are waiting for so many things. How do we do this? <clears throat> what we're going to do is, we're going to begin with learning a little bit about Purim, because Purim is the answer. Chaim, <laughs> I missed you last night, and I can't miss a week of without learning Purim. We're going to see how already reaching the end is really important in order to make it through the story. You have to already be holding by the end of the story to make it through the story. I need a drink on my way to the bar, you know what I mean? Like, on my way. So... L'chaim. Ah, I, I, I got one here, but you can bring me another one. L'chaim. Oh, if you have. So listen. It's not wine, but beer if you have it, I'll take it. Yeah. So... So, uh... 
Yeah, so we're going to learn Purim. Okay, that's one side of things. And how before we go to the pain of the loneliness and the pain of the loss of Beis Amigdash, first you have to be past the dichotomy of having and not having, above it, higher than it, Purim. That's where we have to go, and we're going to, Bezos is saying, maybe even do a little meditation first to learn about it, and we'll do even a little meditation about it. And then we're going to learn about how going deeply into the pain itself, going into the pain itself, going into the pain itself, when done in the right kind of a way, can, can bring us, can bring us, to Geula, to, to, uh, which, which is why we always have Shabbos Nachamu. It's like on the calendar. It's a little strange. What's the big Nechama? Do we know for sure? You know? But doing Tisha B'Av right does bring you to Shabbos Nachamu. And by the way, we have this Shabbos in, in Shiloh. If you don't know about it, please, please join us. We're doing a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos in Shiloh for singles. Um, and, and then after, um, after that, after those two things, we're going to learn about what does it really mean Kabbalistically, and maybe so bold, what does it mean to be yourself? <laughs> okay? Bezat Hashem. We're going to do all of that, and it'll be less than an hour. Bezat Hashem. Chaim. So first of all, I want to read to you from a parish from, this is Rabbi Ashkenazi, who was a the contemporary of the Maral in Prague. And so it means like about 400 or so years ago, his commentary called Yosef Lekach to the Megillah. It's a commentary to Perik, to the ninth chapter, the 22nd verse. 23rd verse. And as he's commenting, he's a long, it's a long piece. And he's talking about why are we getting drunk on Purim. And he says these unbelievable words. My, my, I almost fell off my chair when I first learned this. To get it so I can see the light. He says. What's that? Yeah, could you sign it for me, please? Thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, so he says. That uh, he says an unbelievable thing. He says, This miracle of Purim happened after Chorban Habayit. The Jews were, the pain we felt leading up to the turnaround of Purim was very great because we, all we knew was that basically all is lost. The base of Mikdash was destroyed. We, 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 we lost the promised land. We're basically assimilating. It's bad news, right? And so he says, the great pick-me-up of Purim was so great. He says, Vim Even so, Hashem came and saved us in such a, an exquisite, uh, hysterical way with the whole story of how it all turned around. So then, 
now the, they, we, they, were, they were faced with a problem. They made a gzer, we should make a yantif, we should make a holiday. And the thing is, the Pasuk says, I always have to put Jerusalem above any of my joy. But what did they feel was right? This is big words. <laughs> what they wanted, they were so amazed by what Hashem had done, they said, you know what, we got to get drunk. We have to forget there's anything wrong with reality at all. There's a value to being that far gone that I will forget Jerusalem. <laughs> he says the office, he says Beferis. Keep, keep the light, please. He says, we should drink so much, we should forget the exile. Right? They just didn't want to say out loud, you know, explicitly, you should drink to the point of forgetting Jerusalem. This idea to get drunk to the point is enough that you don't know the difference, thank you, between blessed is Mordechai and cursed is Haman is a euphemism. It's a, what they really want to say is to the point where you will forget Jerusalem. It's an unbelievable thing. And he calls this later on in the parish, Simcha Shlema. Complete joy. Yeah. That's he says. They had this verse, but the but the 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 base dean of Mordechai felt that this verse doesn't apply now on Purim, but we should just we shouldn't say it out loud. So we're going to call it get drunk. The point you can't tell this between Arhaman and Baruch Mordechai. But what they actually meant was get drunk to the point of forgetting. You can't say it out loud. We don't want to, we don't want to go against the verse, right? When it's not nice to say that. But, but, but at the same time, we need this. This is not a cute thing. This is, this is uh, you know, like when they pull out those uh, electric things to shock the dead body. You know? We need some simcha shlema, please. I, I need it. <laughs> We need some, can I please get some Simcha Shlema? Yeah. For, forgetting that it is just, it's, it's destroyed, right? Not forgetting it. Yeah, as if there is Galutam. We'll forget that there's any exile at all. We'll just be already at the end. Already at the end. All the way to the end. The, um, the way this is expressed halachically, what's that? Mm hmm. <laughs> nice. Right, my tongue is stuck to my throat past the beer. Yeah, so. Gewalt. So <laughs> right? This is really, really, really important. It's not just candy, it's refua. It's necessary. How does this get expressed halachically? Is in the sitter of Rabbi Yaakov Emden. Uh, he has a, this huge two volume sitter, really amazing stuff in there. And he quotes his father, the Moru Ketsia, who was a big posek. Three, four, three and three hundred years ago, or something, who says that every meal we make, we have to remember Yerushalayim. Even Shabbos and Yantif, you should leave a little something Im imperfect, except one meal, the poor meal. 
don't hold back at all. It says, we need this. We absolutely have to have this, that we're, we're, we're completely above the dichotomy. I'm married, I'm not married. Is ge'ula, is not ge'ula. Is your neshama here? Yeah. Your soulmates and neshama is also here. You haven't, they're not, you're not, you haven't stood at the chuppah just yet, but it's all done already, actually. Yeah. Mm. To get drunk, you mean? I, 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 listen, there, 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 there are differences of opinion. Lechoira, Esther was the Iker Hanes. Ask your local Orthodox rabbi. I'm not sure what to say in public. But, uh, <laughs> but, Adeloyada, uh, Inish. Inish is a human being. Chayev Inish Lepesumay. What's that? Yeah. A women's Gavaldi. L'chaim. There's a good answer. Okay. L'chaim. And also, also, Rib Shlomo Al Vashalom, Rib Shlomo Kalbach used to say it's not that you should get drunk on Purim. You should get drunk on Purim. Purim itself should make you drunk. But, so in other words, how much substance exactly? It's a mindset. And I want to even. Take a minute and do a little little meditation right now. And just Hashem, go, go there for you know what, you know what, you know what, you know what? Actually I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna wait a little bit because I want to put in some more Torah first that I can draw on in, and put it into we'll do the meditation at the end. Hashem. It'll be a nice way to put things together. So this was part A. This is um, uh, in order to mourn, actually, we have to already know that everything's okay. And now you could really cry. Does that sound crazy? It's not so crazy. Because if I just cry thinking maybe things are really actually like, like, we've gone through a lot of, excuse me, you know, expletives, you know, asterisks, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> we've gone through so much, especially in the last few years. We're all been, whatever trauma we had in the first part of our life, Corona re-traumatized us. We've been, we've been, it did, it did to me. I mean, it was bad. <coughs> we need some Simcha Shlema. And Simcha Shlomo. Uh, Simcha Shlomo. Nice! <laughs> wow, that was a good like, that, I got a drink from this one. Okay. <laughs> it's Gavaldic. We need to know that Mamish, everything is so, even more than everything's going to be alright, everything is all right, just get there, all, all, really all the way. I have to, I have to, I have to, to taste that. That's what, that's what Purim is. That's why I've been giving this year every week on Purim. Because I'm just trying to claw my way out of, of regular consciousness to Purim consciousness. Because I cannot live or be Jewish without Purim. I can't do it. I, mean, I need some Simcha Shlema, please. Right? All the way. No holds barred, like complete. And then after that, okay, now I'm ready to cry for Mishalayim. Now, okay, now I'm ready to, to feel all the pain. It, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not uh, uh, rose-colored glasses and, and, and pretending there isn't any pain. This is going to a higher consciousness in order to be able, excuse me, to be there for people, for myself, to be, in order to be present. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't hold my alcohol. That's a, I have a drinking problem. Any case, um, okay, that's part one.
right? Now, part two is that the Midrash says, okay, Mordechai went and cried a great, a great scream, Zaka Gedola Umara, a great and bitter cry. This was, uh, people don't appreciate how bitter it was because they didn't have a Purim yet. Gosh, that must have been bitter. They didn't have a Purim to let them know that there could be Purim. They weren't even, they didn't have Purim. It was only happening then. <laughs> so, so he, 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 this was a bitter cry. And the Medrash says that this bitter cry, <clears throat> this bitter cry was to fix the bitter cry of Asa. Where do they say it? Say. The Hecha Nifrat, right. Vaizak Zakagdula, right? Asav cried out a great cry also. And when was he paid back? In Shushan. Vaizak Zakagdula Mara. Now, the question is what is this idea that Asav needs to be paid back? Uh, 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 that Yaakov had an outstanding debt. And so his great-great-grandson, Mordechai, pays it back by, having, by also having experience of a cry. Yaakov was following his mother's Ruach HaKodesh. He was doing the right thing when he dressed up. Asaph got frustrated, okay. I, I, we had to go through such pain in order to fix that? How is that fair? So there's a perus. That medrash was from um, Esther Rabba Parsha Chet. Um, Ois Aleph, and in 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 Bereshis Rabba Pei Dalit Ois Chaf. In the parish of the Eshed Hanechalim, he says when there's multi generational payback, was that? Uh, okay, thank you. When there's multi generational payback, that's because it wasn't really the fault of the person who caused the cry. There are other examples of this also, that Binyamin also, Mordechai, because he was a descendant of Binyamin, and Binyamin was the one whose bag, they found the cup. Do you remember this story? They found this cup, right? So the brothers tore their clothes because of Binyamin. But that, and so Binyamin's descendant, Mordechai, also tore his clothes to pay back, causing the brothers to... But, Morde, but who put the cup in there? It was Yosef's order to Menashe to put the cup in there. It wasn't Binyamin's fault at all. So what is this idea of a payback for something that you cause someone pain through no fault of your own? What this is about is one of the deepest secrets of creation. Chaim. <laughs> it means that it's not really Yaakov's fault, it's not Binyamin's fault, it's Hashem made the world imperfect. And in that imperfect world, there, is this, um, there are these things that go on multi-generationally, pain that happens and then and get ricochets off one another, but it's not really anybody's fault. It's part of this divine balancing system that's going on. But what, what, what is this about? What does this mean? Hashem made the world in, a, in an imperfect way. Well, what's going on with this? So Rav Nason, student of Rabbi Nachman, in the Philosophime Dalit Ois Yud, he says that before Adam HaRishon ate from the tree, before he ate from the tree, there was something already wrong. 
Chaim. <laughs> what was wrong? There was a very tiny crack in Hashem's crown. Pagam dak bekeser. We're going to learn soon about keser. In Hashem's crown. One of the things, we're going to learn soon that there are three aspects to the Kabbalistic notion of keser. One, the most, probably the most central one, is the idea of will, of wanting. So what was missing in Hashem's creation was that the creature, the, the human being, the creation, has to say yes to life, has to want this whole thing. <laughs> that was missing. How would that have been expressed? By Adam davening that it should rain. Remember that? It says that the, the things were, didn't, grow, didn't grow above the earth yet because he wasn't around to recognize, excuse me, to, to pray. This would have injected into the world wanting, passion, caring. Before that, it's all divine but robotic, all set up by God. And there's a person who turns the key to the whole thing, it's all kind of missing something. It's missing the wanting. Now, this idea of missing wanting is expressed in the concept of Amalek, who is always personifying all the darkness. Haman was from Amalek. That when, we, when the war with Amalek is spoken about in the Torah, it says, the Yad al Ka, a hand on the seat of the throne of Hashem, it's missing the Aleph. Case, not Kisei. And Yud K, not Yud K, Vav K. So what are the three letters that are missing? Hashem says, my throne and my name are incomplete so long as Amalek is in the world. What are the three letters missing? Aleph, Vav, and He. Aleph, Vav, and He, says the Marsha, to Menachos, Pei Zayin around, or Pei Vav, that it means Iva, that which is the song that the angels sing when the Beis HaMikdash is built in Jerusalem. Right now, where the angels singing? Right now, here in Yerushalayim, they're singing, Ata Sakum Tzion Ki The Gemara says, that's what they sing now. When, when Beis HaMikdash is built, they sing, Ki Bachar Hashem Iva That Iva, that Taiva, that wanting is there. That's what's missing. So what is, how this all translate into the crying? When Mordechai cries and when we cry these two, nine days and when we reach deep and feel the pain, what we're meant to be accessing is our lost little spark of passion for life. That lost place, do I really care to be alive? I really want, I want to say yes to life. I'm in. Deep in my crying is I forgot, I lost it, I forgot this, I forgot how much life could be good, how much there are so many things to care and get passionate about. I've lost my taiva for life. In that cry, because it was not his fault, which is the cry of Purim, it's the cry of going all the way back that Hashem set into creation, why Esau cried, because it wasn't fair to him and the whole thing's not fair. If we'll go into that cry, into Esau's own cry, into that feeling of it not being fair, we'll find a gem, our passion for life. It's there, waiting. But to have the courage to go there, so it's like a sandwich. First we have to have Simcha Shlema, 
and everything's fine already. Then I go into the pain, and then I find the gem, and I've got some, pe- some pep in my step back. That's also why Tisha B'Av is really, in a certain way, the way into Elul and into a whole new year. A whole new year, whole new life, whole new energy, time. Okay, now we're into, so we've done the first part. Simcha Shlema first. Whether I'm married or I'm not married, it's all gewalt. It's already, we're all here. All the souls are right here. It's a question of like a meeting. But it's a, <laughs> fine, it's a big question. But there's a place where it's not even, it's done already. It's, it's, all, it's all done. I need that. I need Simcha Shlema first. Then there's going into the pain deeply. And in there is this amazing jewel, this diamond of how much I want life. It's been waiting. I needed to cry my way there. There's like, seems to be no other way to get there. <sighs> That's part one and part two. Part three is, 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 is how do you be yourself Kabbalistically? So it ties in a lot to this concept of will of the crown. To be yourself means being royal, being your crowned being, your prince, princess, prince, who you really are. How do we do that? Chaim. Chaim, we said, first of all, we need help from each other. And to try with little help from my friends. Get high, pour them high. A little help from my friends. You need help. Because sometimes we need our friends to remind us. Because sometimes, and here's the crazy thing, okay, Crown, Kesser, has... Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> Chaim. I'm going to illustrate the concept of a crown by a conversation I once had with the Jewish Studies faculty of McGill University at a sushi restaurant many moons ago. I'm sitting there at a sushi restaurant with a bunch of Jewish Studies professors. It was, it was mildly fun. <laughs> and one guy there is really, like... Mamish passionately into Greek philosophy. Like, that's his thing. He believes that Greek philosophy can, he actually believes that Greek philosophy can, like, heal the world. And he said to me, like, very seriously, he's like, how can you follow these mitzvot that are not rational? How can you, we're, we're, our whole thing is we're rational beings. How can you do something that doesn't make sense? What, he was like, he was sure that he like, was going to stump me, you know? <laughs> so, Baruch Hashem, Hashem puts people in the right place at the right time. And he put, in, he put the right answer in my head. I said to him, I said to him, are you married? He says, yeah. I says, does your wife have a favorite color? He says, yeah. He says, when, when you buy her a dress or a flowers or whatever, you're thinking about the favorite color and how it fits and, and you know? He's like, yeah, I take it into account. I said, I said is that rational? Is her favorite color rational? Is it rational? And tell me something, what brings you closer to her? The rational grocery list or taking into account the color that she likes? (laughs) What brings you closer? (laughs) Right? Uh, It's an amazing thing, right? L'chaim, right? (laughs) 
They're really the whole. If you could do both, then kavod. You know, you know, we need both. Of course, we need both. But there, in, in in the concept of ratzon, there's ratzon elyon and ratzon tachton. Ratzon tachton means it's something that has a clear, obvious reason. I'm getting a degree in business because I want to open a business. You know, so why am I? What's that? Okay, right. <laughs> My parents would flip. In any case. <laughs> The only one thing a Jewish boy shouldn't go into, the rabbinate, l'chaim, I mean, the tongue and cheek. I need some l'chaim to separate my tongue from my cheek. Okay, so, in any case, so, uh, <laughs> we're getting it, baby. Okay, so here's the thing, feedback the shiny. Okay, so the thing is, that's, that's Ratzon Tachton. Ratzon Elyon is something you want that you can't explain, right? Can't explain. Can't explain why. I just love the ukulele. I love the mountains. I love the ocean. I love lakes, desert. There's different people, and people have different affinities for different things at different times, also. Why? I need to see the stars. Why? So, so there's a Ratan Elyon, and we have to respect that Ratan Elyon. Now, what the, the, there is a Kabbalistic answer why you want it. And it's kind of almost an anticlimactic answer. You want it because you enjoy it. Oneg. That's the panemius of Kesser, is your Oneg. And it, the, this is the amazing, mysterious, incredible thing of what a soul is, is that we don't all have the exact same Oneg. Some, some people are desert people, some people are forest people, etc. And well, Oneg that. So the trouble is that we sometimes forget or undermine or we get a message somehow in life what you enjoy, usser, you know, or whatever, you know. <laughs> I used to say that when I was a campus rabbi to try to keep the chevra who were getting into Yiddishkeit to keep them grounded to say, just remember. Whatever you enjoy is usher, you know? <laughs> Just to try to help people to like loosen up a little bit, you know? <laughs> there's not that much that's usher. The Gemara says anything that Hashem made forbidden, there's another kind of food that tastes just like it, that's, that's mutter. Chaim. <clears throat> so we have to be reminded it's crazy, that's what we need our friends for. That we love to draw or whatever, you know. We have to remind them, my saxophone, you know. I had an unbelievable experience. I was in Virginia and my saxophone, I didn't bring it because it had, it had, fall, it had literally, a huge chunk had broken off of it. Uh, like Lagba Omer had a Shavir Sakeli. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't know if it was like a wreck or not. Last time I brought my saxophone in, the guy was like, I don't know if it's worth it to fix it because it was even last time. And Mamish, this Yid in Virginia, had a saxophone, he didn't play very much, and gave me a sat new saxophone. Yeah, a good one. I didn't know, I still don't, it's rare that someone can give you a gift like that. But the thing is that we, that even if it's not as uh, physical of an actual saxophone, but if you can help someone remember what they love to do and get them to do it, this is a huge thing. Chaim. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we so impressed when humans get 
Right. <laughs> you have to recognize. Halavai, halavai. Yes, yes, halavai. Right. That, that's that's what all the brachas and all the prayers and all, everything there was. It's supposed to not just be. It's supposed to make it newer and newer and newer, and more more aware and more aware. Halavai. Any case, there's ratzon elyon. That's your crown when you're doing what you want to do. You are royal, and you, and that's what we need to do. And we don't need a soulmate for it. Don't, don't. And in fact, sometimes in some marriages, even the best marriages, it could eclipse that thing, and that's not right. That's not right. It's no, you're not right to melt into the other person. It's not right. Each person, you have to be there for to support each other. And the Zat Hashem find a way that that nobody's wings gets clipped. You know, time. The cr- your crown is available, right? And it could be your friends will remember it better than you. It's crazy. We need each other. We need each other. We're interdependent. We, we really do. And, and we ask Hashem also. Hashem also can help you all. The deepest, the lost objects. That This is the deepest kind of lost object. Somehow we get this message. No, you can't do that. It's not, I don't know what. It's not done. It's not okay. It's, it's somehow whatever it is. Or, or, or sometimes you just love playing piano and maybe you're not virtuoso maybe you're not that good and somebody told you you know you're not so good you're like i guess i shouldn't play but i love playing who cares if you're not that good if you love it do it it didn't have to be that the thing that you love you're actually talented in necessarily that don't actually dafka go together (laughs) go together a lot to say on this topic so yeah Yeah, it's a danger. It's a danger because uh, you know you're you're you, you you think that you know. I'll tell you something interesting. My my Rosh Kolel told me, uh, uh, Rabbi Tavak, if you will, he said he said, a husband when his wife says you know should I make this or should I make that? Do you like it when it's this way? Do you like it that way? The husband thinks the tzaddik answer is whatever you do, dear, I'll. I'll eat it, you know, he thinks that's, that's, he says, it's not right to tell her exactly, give her the opportunity to make the thing that you exactly like, same thing the opposite way, you know, do you, uh, for our vacation, do you mind if we go here? Well, you know, not really such a forest person, but whatever, I'll, you know, I'll swallow it. No, he's asking, right? The, 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 he says, this is, he said, also, this is like well, what the mitzvahs are also. Hashem told us exactly, you know, korban toda, korban shlamim, oila, asham, v'chulei. There's exactly here all these delineations of how to do things. This is what I like. Reach nichoach l'ashem, nachas ruach, shemarti v'naseret soini. This is, we have, to, we have to respect that in each other. And know that actually you're giving the person a gift by telling them exactly how you like it. Exactly how you like it. If you don't tell them, then the, 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 you're, you're, you're robbing them the opportunity to give to you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. In other words, if you're so much like, can I do you, you, sorry, you know, these eggs are they're a little too brown, not even, you know, of course there's a limit. There's definitely. Because then you could just be like totally bitter to another person, which is nice, but 
All right, that's what that's what I'm saying is by by telling the person exactly what you like, and not just saying whatever whatever is fine, right? And them telling you exactly what they like. It's one way. It's not the only way, but but it's 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 a way. You hear this? It's a that's it's one way because it feels like the tzaddik thing to say is well, whatever you like, honey, I'll go I'll go with it. Like uh, the, the, to be to be clear on about 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 what you like and, and and again it's like in other words there has to be some give and take is well, what if one person likes the, the ocean the other person only likes the desert so sometimes you go here and sometimes you go there there's a there's some give and take but but if one person gives up on the ocean completely for the other one there's something there's a melting that's not healthy going on yeah mm. Well, ideally, it's for communication. It's, uh, she's asking if the, the idea of not going out at night during Shana Rishona, it, 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 it does, doesn't that limit and cause possibly the people to melt into each other and, 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 and lose their connection to the things that they enjoy doing. Right, so... Mm-hmm. This is a topic. I mean, uh, uh, this is a very, yeah. Yeah. There's a certain. Um, it's almost like you're doomed at the beginning. <laughs> but not want to be so so heavy. But they're going to make mistakes. Both sides are going to make mistakes, and and there has to be enough communication. To uh, I don't say doomed is too heavy of a word, but I'm just saying there's there's it's almost I don't know any marriage of all my best friends and people who are in such beautiful, vibrant, amazing marriages. I don't know any of them that didn't go through a point where they thought, "How can I possibly do this?" Like it it, it, it hit me that that um, there's only two kinds of marriages: marriages that are literally impossible, and marriages that are almost impossible. <laughs> I'm just trying to be realistic about it. There, it's, it's, there, it's the kind of communication you have to do, the kind of frustrations you have to get through, the, the growth that you have to do is deep and intense. You know, what you can put, you know, having, you know, you're under 24 hours surveillance, you know, like, uh, yeah. That normal level, aren't you supposed to be able to see Of course, of course. No, when I say almost impossible, I don't mean every, I don't mean... Right, I don't mean the whole time through. I mean that there, you, you, in order for it to mature into a beautiful, wonderful marriage, there's like a, there's a meitzar. There's a time where, there could be multiple times, usually is multiple times, where different things come up and you have to mamish, fight through it and, and not give up and not give up on each other, not give up on yourselves and keep on keeping on. 
and then yeah, and and then and then gewalt, you know, like and even during that time, there's lots of goodness also. I'm not saying that it's like this. Uh, either you're divorced or it's horrifying. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying they're happy, beautiful, wonderful marriages, but they have points where it became almost impossible, and they had to get through a lot to get to what they have. Uh, I, I haven't seen a single exception to this. I mean, um, yeah, personally, I haven't seen a single exception to that. Listen, you know, this it's life, you know, like giving birth is also scary. You know, like uh, they, they, we, it's, 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 it's natural. It, nothing, there's nothing wrong with being scared, you know. There's nothing wrong with being scared unless it actually stops you from moving forward, you know, like, uh, the, you know. Um, That's what the, the Yofi, the who who said that, you know, the, um, I forgot where I heard it. One of the, one of the, rabbi, one of the rabbis in, in the Brisk, from Brisk, I forgot which one it was, and I forgot the, I forgot the whole story, except that the idea that the mitzvah of trusting in Hashem only makes sense because we actually do get scared. Meaning, you're not supposed to become a robotic thing then that's not called having bitachon. Bitachon is to tune into something while scared. Um, like that's the whole yofi of it, right? Okay. So back to just we to wrap things up. Is is uh, I'm gonna do a little meditation. Is is um, we need to be ourselves. Being ourselves is being in touch with what we're passionate about. What we're passionate about, the the deepest things we're passionate about have no reason. Um, they, but except for the inner oneg of the neshama, we need to remember what that inner oneg is. We need to give that to each other. We need to give it back to ourselves and go for it. Then we can shine and be happy and gewalt. And this is not dependent on a soulmate. This is, this is your light. This is your royalty, your crown. And, it's re- and the more that you do that, I would venture to say, um, the less that the fear will be debilitating, because you're rocking, you know? And the less, and the less that the, that the, um, the less that you'll keep on dating someone when you know it's not really right, because you're more in tune with what you want, you know? Um, and the more you'll be able to be, even when you see someone that you think it could be, you'll go for it. Because you're used to exercising your will and tuning into the oneg that is that is uniquely yours. Okay, let's do a little meditation. Bez is Hashem. So get comfortable in the seats. Put your feet. It's good to put both feet on the ground. Feel Yerushalayim under you. Feel the air of Eretz Yisrael all around you, holding you. Tune into the divine presence that is with us in our study of Torah and our desire to tune in to the month of Av and our desire to tune in to being ourselves and really doing Hashem's will in being ourselves, in Be'ezus Hashem building 
healthy relationships, healthy marriages. The Shekhinah loves this. Deep breath in through the nose. Release. Another deep breath. One more deep, deep breath. I want you to go back to a memory, could be recent, could be many years ago, maybe in childhood, when you were really in Simcha Shlema. When you were doing something that you found that just lit up the whole world. See if you can find this memory of breathing deeply. Feel that flow of connectivity between your body and your soul and the world as you interact with it. As you're just doing this thing that is Simcha Shleima. All is well. And see if you can find a place in your body where this Simcha is. Maybe it's in your chest, maybe it's in your stomach, maybe in your head, in your back. Just be aware of that feeling of Simcha Shlema in your body right now. And with the next deep breath, Hashem, we're going to let go of the memory and just feel the feeling only. Just Simcha Shlema. It's really me. Just know, remember that this is real, that this is in you. More deep breath.
With the next deep breath, we're going to invite in a white light. It's going to enter from the top of our head. Just wash through our body and just clean out that feeling and just leave us back where we are. comes the white light, the head, down to the chest, the shoulders, stomach, legs, tips of the fingers, arms, feet, and it carries this feeling down into the earth where it's there for us whenever we need it. You can open your eyes. This is a Going to be able to take this with us into the morning and find that gem, that place of our our lost passion for life, and that crying because we're going to be sandwiched by that simcha shlema above us, below us, in the earth, within us, with us, helping us, holding us through this process of mourning till we find that new kernel of desire for life and bring it into Tafshin Pei Dalel Ba'alena L'Toiva And Hashem, through this we're going to heal the, the I'll just add in just to we're going to heal the Sinas Chinam which the way I learned about this is there's a Chabad Mimer called Hechaltsu. I think it's the Fidika Rebbe. And he learns in there basically, Sinas Chinam means hating someone just because they're not you. It's like a... It's like a... nth degree of xenophobia. Anybody who's not me. I just don't like you just because you're not me. And maybe where that comes from is because I'm not being me. If I was really being me, of course I wouldn't hate anyone. I would only appreciate that. I'm not really being me. I want to just shut down. It's just time we're going to heal this completely. Little by little, get by a little help from my friends. We're going to get high. We're going to get to the point of there is such a thing as Simcha Shleima, even for getting gullus all the way, for the sake of being realer. Chaim Lachem. And of course, yeah, you could ask, yeah. One second, she had her hand up first. One second, yeah. I just want to understand the difference between
between the sim cuts from the top and the sim cut from the bottom? Is that the sandwich of what we Yeah, I was just saying, now that we put it into the earth, it's there for you. I was just ah. using the meditation, oh, yeah. in the teaching it wasn't like the first, that with Asa, like... Also, right, it was also there, that there's, there's a Simcha Shlema to go in, and then you go into the morning, and then you find the Ratzon that's in that cry, which is, again, brings you back to Simcha. But doesn't it start with joy? With joy? Yeah. So, where, what's the first joy? That it, that I, 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 I need to know that it's completely okay already, Purim. It's completely okay already. Whether I'm single, whether I'm married, Adalo Yada. I can't tell the difference. Am I single? Am I married? I don't know. I'm just here. And then if you're already married, maybe maybe problem to say such a thing, I don't know. But maybe not. Yeah. Then you go into pain. Then you go into the pain because you can go in there in a way that it won't debilitate you. And you find the ratzon that's in there, and then that brings you to joy. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. Okay, it's recorded. I'm going to send it out and uh, 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 on 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 my sheer WhatsApp, and we'll share. If anybody else wants it, I'll send it to you. The simcha, so we could you could go over this. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, just a, a I'm still on the saxophone. Oh. I was at several of the simchas Yes. Oh, for example, yeah. There's some videos of it. Yeah. So I'm not suggesting make a token and destroy it, yeah. but maybe eBay it. And <laughs> along with some videos from <laughs> the golden saxophone. <laughs> Mounted. I love that. Well, like retire it. It's like the like a basketball jersey, like a. <laughs> um, The, uh, me too. I, it, it's, I, I'm not gonna. I will definitely not just be junking the horn. No, no way. It has too many. It has too much goodness in it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, because it's tough.